This is Neon Cauldron with Elise Osborne. Welcome to the first episode of Neon Cauldron. And I'd like to tell you that since I've recorded this first episode, a lot of transformation has happened in my life. You know, there's a lot of people I've met. And even though a lot of the concepts aren't totally new to me that I've experienced, I think that something has happened which I didn't expect, which is this like inner journey. I would have liked to have just made it sort of this pageantry of different people and their unusual ideas or things that they knew and wanted to share, but I think it's also become a personal experience for me. Um, I hope you enjoy listening and growing and learning, (laughs) Um, because if you don't, you don't have to listen. exit now. Turn back now. Okay, welcome to the first episode of Neon Cauldron. Enjoy the ride. This is Neon Cauldron, and I am Elise Osborne, and I'm here today in the kitchen of Luke Simon, a healer, mystic, and witch, offering breathwork, tarot, and Reiki ritual workshops. Hello, Luke. (laughs) Hey, it's so great (laughs) to have you here. Welcome to my kitchen. I'm so excited to eat and make some stuff and chat. Yeah, I think this is going to be amazing. So we have here a bunch of kale and is that mint and cilantro? Totally. It's beautiful. Dandelion greens. Dandelion greens, nice. Avocado. uh, Popolo, which is this um, really peppery little leaf trait. Kind of tastes like nasturtiums. Mm, I love uh, that. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah. So, um, so Luke, I really love your Instagram, and I want to just like talk about the process of how you came into being this Instagram meme guru. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. So it's called um, Luke's Instagram page is called Oops Infinity again. And um, it's basically these memes that are addressing the metaphysical, um, but in a way that's like really humorous. And I don't know, I wouldn't say it's gritty because it's too like, it's too um, smooth to be gritty, I guess. (laughs) They're sort of like uh, a little bit like, yeah, they're sort of like a little sassy and like kind of you know, calling, like, there's a little bit of, like, calling out of, like, the bullshit and bypassing of some, like, spiritual, you know, BS a little bit. That's no, kind totally. Of, like, I, like, want, it's, like, making fun of myself and also just, like, checking people. Yeah. Um, like, my favorite, one of my favorite ones, like, one of the first ones that, like, really, like, people, like, really were moved by was Michael Jackson in the making of the Scream music video doing the praying hands and then the caption I made was, when you're committed to, like, release a spiritual path to release your ego and simultaneously creating a brand around a spiritual path to release your ego. Yeah. Like, when you're, like, like trying to look really spiritual while you're also trying to, like, actually, like, <laughs> go to this place, you know? Yeah. And that, I think, was, like, such a call out to, like, me and a lot of my friends who are, like, really into like this path and and doing things like really can heal us and help us live like more happy and more like connected to the mysterious. 
But then there's like this whole thing of like the social like currency of like being seen and how you present yourself and like the importance of branding and, you know, all these like pressures of like business um, that are now like intermittent. That's such a beautiful thing to address. And I feel like you find a good line in between people who feel that all of the metaphysical is complete bullshit and also people who are being complete bullshit about the metaphysical, you know, like I feel like you're able to surf that line of like being authentic and also, yeah, having a higher sense of humor about it. Um, And I totally agree with you. I find that, you know, I've been a tarot reader for a long time. And when I started, um, you know, I would, I would put like posts up because I was really into it. And then like, I would get advice from like some older witch or, you know, some person that I felt like, okay, well, what do I know? Maybe I should listen. And I felt like it was kind of imprisoning. And, um, you know, even people saying like, oh, you shouldn't smoke. That's not what like a healer does, or you can't um, use profanity or you can't like be upset about anything or you have to like be so smart and benevolent all the time. And I'm like, you know, that's not really relatable and it's imprisoning for me. And how are other people going to vibe with what I'm doing if it's completely bullshit and I'm just pretending to be this like princess that's floating above it. Um, And I really like, um, your approach because it's a really hard line to follow how to be authentic and offer like genuine, you know, positive and encouragement, you know? Yeah. And I think for me, it just has to do with like releasing that need to be something and to appear as something in people's eyes, which like we're not enabling that easy, like consumption of like, Oh, this is this, um, this personality who's like this really simple, like, you know, she's just a tarot reader and she's really benevolent and she's like a healer. Mm -hmm. And it's really easy for people to bite into because they know it. And I think that, you know, we are so many, there's so many facets of who we are. We're a kaleidoscope, like we're a bitch and we're a healer and we're, (laughs) we're compassionate, we're deeply compassionate and we're a hot mess. You know what I mean? Like we, we go through our like phases, you know, and to, I've just found that, yeah, like that was how I wanted to move forward rather than sort of trying to fit myself into a box and be like, this is a page that's all about like Luke Simon official, the Luke Simon official healing Instagram. Like I've thought of like as a joke creating Luke's at Luke Simon official mm-hmm. to be like the, you know, very tame and benevolent and like what you would expect from a healer, like, yeah. like version of me. Cause it's like, you know, I, I love like humor and I love like, and I love just like holding space for all the parts of ourselves. And like, I think that that's the next step of like, we know what this idea of a guru or a healer is. It's like, Oh, they're so, you know, wise and calm. And, um, and it's like, look where that has gotten us. Like, look at the Osho thing. It's like, you give your power away to this idea of someone that's like this fantasy you have that you, you wish that there was someone who is so perfect. It's like the world isn't perfect, like newsflash. And I feel like this is a time where we're, we're really integrating opposites and becoming okay with the polarities of life. Like healing means opening up to deep pain. 
Yeah. And like holding space for that. It doesn't, you know, I always was so turned off when I got into yoga 10 years ago and I hated that it would just be some, you know, blonde woman like on a mountaintop just in like a sports bra, like looking super, <laughs> you know, like just like looking super zen in nature. It's like, that is not what spirituality, like spirituality yeah. means that you, you. Well, it's a little smug too. And it's pretentious. And it's like, I'm on the mountaintop. I have rock hard abs. Like, don't you want to get up here? And people are like, you know, I think what you're also saying was you're talking and like, we're in an age where people are more attracted to the metaphysical because there's still a desire for spirituality. Um, when we've thrown away a lot of the hypocrisy of organized religion, but yep. we haven't really thrown away the mold. We just like yeah. threw out the cake that it came in. And it's like, people are still taking these other ideas, but putting them in the same shape where we're looking for someone to tell us what to do. Exactly. And I don't think that's that how anyone feels safe. And that know? Judeo-Christian, like I'm, I'm bad and I need to be fixed. And so yeah. I need an authority to like, tell me what to do. Totally. And it's, I don't think anyone will ever really gain sovereignty or be able to be in a position of actually healing or growing if they're always looking for like mommy or daddy to like, you know, band-aid something. And it's like, and in my practice, I don't, I really try hard to show off what a butthead I am. Cause I'm like, I am not going to save you. I'm your friend. And like, you know, show up too. Cause there's no way for anyone to really advance if they're looking to someone else for the answers. Totally. It disempowers people uh, from trusting themselves. Yeah. If you keep yourself in this position of authority. And and that's why that vision of like the yoga teacher who has it all together is on the mountaintop when your actual experience of the spiritual path is that you're meditating, seeing these vicious thoughts and self super negative self like self hate you know like deep criticisms of the world like whatever you're meeting whatever like demons basically you're like you're having to kind of love and have compassion for in yourself like to me that that imagery that's why i love the occult is because the imagery is way more like provocative mm -hmm. and strong it's not like here you are on the mountaintop it's so easy it's like, if you want to know yourself and you want to like tap into the spiritual dimension, you have to get through a lot of shit. Totally. I mean, I guess like the mountaintop metaphor is a bit about like, oh, I had to climb this mountain. It was hard and struggling. But um, I think that, yeah, the image that you're talking about, and I feel like I see that a lot, you know, isn't really about... I think it's about discipline and struggles, but it also is like worship this image of this person who got it together. Maybe if you like look hard enough or ask them, you can get there. And I don't think it's wrong to have a yoga body and go mountain climbing or yeah. like post a picture of it or ask someone like, Hey, like, I like what you're doing. Like, how'd you get there? But oh I think what we're really talking about is like this underlying thing that we are perceiving as like mystic practitioners where you're seeing this one kind of feed come out, which is like, um, also, you know, when I was studying to be a therapist, one of the reasons why I was so turned off by it is like, you have to be this brick wall yeah. and people just project your shit and you're supposed to invisibly guide them to some kind of conclusion mm -hmm. that you've decided they need to get to. And, um, yeah, I think that there's, you're right. It's sort of um, oxymoronic of like the real path that you want to be on as a healer. 
And I mean, the biggest thing for me, like the choice was like, um, how can I just enjoy, like, how can I enjoy myself and enjoy my path of healing and, and like, what's like actually funny about it and like how can I reflect that and share that rather than trying to project this image of like I am your healer hire me yeah it's like and yeah I think there's part of me that like I'm you know holding more and more space for people doing more and more work and so like finding that balance of like yeah talking about the work I do and like taking it seriously because it is real work it is real it is real. And I think that also like projecting that perfect image comes from a place of insecurity. And I think that it, to me, it also looks like what it looks like the same image as it is to someone who doesn't believe in any of, you know, the, the mystical ways and properties, which is it's a scam. Like somebody's trying to trick you into giving you their money, your money, whatever. Um, so, yeah, it's like, what are you really asking for in compensation for your work um is is like a can be a tricky thing because i feel like you know we're taught that like mystic people don't need to be embodied we don't need to get horny we don't need to buy hamburgers or like whatever we want to do so there's like this um to me i felt like i was groveling if i was being insincere in a post like hey i'm just enjoying my the fuck out of my life i'm so happy all the time and honestly i am pretty happy a lot of the time but um yeah there's like this point where you're saying that there's this projected image which is like basically just a facade begging for someone to like believe in you enough to give you some money and that's really creepy to me (laughs) and it seems like why do you need to do that if what you're offering is legit totally and and then the essence of healing being about like opening to what is and being able to be in harmony with life and being able to like, now I feel like we're collectively expanding to this like understanding of it's all okay. And like life is, does contain suffering. And how can I open up to that? How can I open up to the quote darkness yeah. and, and just be able to be like, we all have darkness. Like darkness is part of life as is beauty and joy, you know, but all those things are there and how to actually like expand the circle. So rather than selling this image of like going back to the religious thing, like, you know, it's just heaven. It's just me on the mountaintop and this Zen. It's like, well, honey, actually the image is here I am groveling, like kind of having a hard day and I'm healing those feelings by doing a ritual to hold space for that part of myself that feels unloved or that feels unseen, or that feels lonely, or like, I'm working to shift the energy and transform the energy, not so that I'm like happy all the time, but just so that I can like hold it in this like big circle of my life feeling like there's space for all those parts to emerge, like in the kaleidoscope of who I am. Completely. And and um, I think what, what you said about being unseen is really profound in that we can't really heal unless we've been seen for our darkness and seeing that other people are broadcasting their methods of like surfing those tides and it's encouraging you can't tell someone to be better even if you write out instructions that's not how transformation works like Mm. people have to 
come to their own conclusions. And I think the best part about being a mystic is you have to walk your own path and share what that looks like for you. And the more sincere you can do, it can actually be like, oh, I'm seeing this person do their thing and I do feel moved because it's sincere and it's this like dark corner that I don't even have words for and somehow they meditated and found it, you know, and going back to just like seeing like a meme on Instagram and like uh, memes are precious because they do like embody these like subtleties and these like sort of weird sentences or like images and you're like, oh, okay, that is like something I never really was able to express, but I'm not alone in feeling it. Mm. And I have been moved by memes, like, (laughs) you know, like I have been like, oh, fuck, like that's calling me out, but not in a way where I feel attacked or assaulted because it's broadcasted (laughs) to everyone. Um, But I have to like spend time really reflecting on that. And I think there's so many people coming together to offer that kind of thing. Um, Also, just like one of my favorite memes that you had was. Oh, my gosh. Um, I don't know why it just sticks with me so much. Is okay. so it's like some dude saying like I don't believe in crystals, and then like mm-hmm. someone responding like salt's a crystal. Do you believe in salt? <laughs> it's so funny because it's like yeah, there's just like so much shit being flung once you like decide to have um, a broader perspective. You could see more things, and like you have to be sensitive to go there. Yeah, and that means you're still sensitive on the other side. And sometimes people will say things, and you're like, "Ouch, God, you're so annoying, and that hurts, and I'm mad." But like, I think you have a way of really wrapping it up and saying like something that helps somebody exhale. You know? Yeah. <sighs> Speaking of exhaling, um, you said that you do breath work. Yeah. What is that Love like? It. So it's really, it's kind of a psychedelic thing. It takes you into a different state of mind. And I find that so much is just, and like, yeah, to go back to the salt thing, it's like so many people are stuck in this rationality where they're like, I don't believe in crystals. And it's like, <laughs> nice you, <voice>. you, <laughs> that's a direct quote. Um, like you are stuck in your own beliefs. You're stuck in like this paradigm of like, you know, your, your, your experience of life is so limited by the words that you tell yourself and that you have been told that you've been taught at school or wherever you've gathered all these words. And, you know, we want to have like a direct experience of life. That's what mysticism is about is having a direct experience of the infinite that we are, that we come from. And so how can we tap into that? How can we remove the layers or remove the words that block us from that? And so breath work is one of those things like probably some psychedelic drugs you could do or or some random moments where the veils are thin and you like have that experience of like holy shit there's so much more than just my like disbelief in stuff or my doubts it's like direct experience of this thing that is um so the breath work you lay down we do this repetitive breath pattern um i do groups in you know la new york and wherever and then can you like do it online, do privates and you just do this. And usually we talk a little bit and kind of like talk about what themes are coming up for you. And then by opening up that space beyond the mind, getting your energy flowing, getting your chi flowing with the breathing, kind of the way running and stuff gets your circulation, uh, circulation yeah. happening. It just opens up this layer of your spirit. That's and awesome. Stuff yeah. Happens. I feel like you're also talking about like, moving from a space of um, binary judgment into perception, you know, like the union personality type categories, like judging versus perceiving. 
And I feel like we're like, you know, it's, it's sort of, um, a, it's, it's a polarity that you can kind of be anywhere on the scale, like where you lean, you don't necessarily just have to be judging or perceiving, but it seems like you're talking about like stepping outside of like, Oh, is this good or not? Is this real or not? And going into like, what am I actually seeing and feeling? And I think that that's where health comes from. I think that's where growth and healing comes from when we're not like concrete in the idea of what we expect to happen and deciding if it's real or not real as we're going. Cause that's almost like coming from a state of like feeling assaulted, you know, and yeah. that you have to be like, God, is that real or not? Like I have to just jump through, you know, right. and make my decision now. So I think what you're saying is like really opening up to perceiving as a way of healing because you're being present and you're not feeling that the panic of having to decide what is going on and just deciding as you go based on your perception. Definitely. And I think like coming to that place where like life isn't a problem to be solved. Like, I think that's something that I've, I've come like in over the years. I'm like, it's not, it's like no longer this like great mystery that I'm like stressed out about. I'm like furrowing my brow, like try like stressed, like it's this huge problem. It's like yeah. more of this, like, like, dance of like inspiration and like things that suck and like things that like you know sometimes it's boring sometimes it's exciting and like not needing to have it have these like definitive things that it's more about yeah like this quality of perception and I just think that for me like I'm a very intellectual idea word person so I think it was important for me to make that journey from the thought into the the feeling and the body and the moment and the presence and the groundedness and the flow of like just being okay with what is here right now. Um, And so everyone has their own like journey from like alpha to the omega from like the root to the crown or from the crown to the root or from the heart out the fingers or from the outside into the heart. It's like infinite like directions that we are kind of moving in our personal journey you know but mine was definitely like from the head down into like my feet into like this moment and just being more like it's all good you know that's so beautiful so people can find you on instagram and email and you do workshops breathwork reiki tarot astrology and um and beautiful kitchen conversations also yes (laughs) Anytime. Thank you so much for coming on to my show. Oh my gosh, welcome. Thank you. Yeah. It was fun. So again, um, if you want to follow Luke on Instagram, it's oops infinity again. And that's spelled O-O-P-S dot period. Um, no, it's just O-O-P-S <laughs> period. I-N-F-I-N-I-T-Y period A-G-A-I-N. Or LukeSimonMystic.com. Okay, well, um, check you later, babes. Bye.